All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. Hey, ladies. Hey. It's season three. Hello. I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. Season three, girls. Wow. How has the time flown? Fun. Oh, my goodness. Fun, how fun, crazy. Fun. Welcome to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Season three. I know. Wow. It's amazing. It's going to be an amazing season. Yes. A so, little different from season two. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. We try to keep it interesting and fresh. Yeah. But for those people who didn't join us for season one and season two, and maybe he just came, we should tell them who we are and what we're doing here. All right. I'm Hannah Green. I'm Mary Swartz. I'm Lynn Samuels. We are three real life sisters, and we're just here to fill your head full of things that you probably didn't know. You might not have needed to know, but your life will be better for knowing. Some of it will be weird. Some of it will be hilarious. Some of it will be interesting. Bizarre, unusual, yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Um, so the change that we really made for this season is we're not doing a word of the week. Oh. Yep. So season one, we did a, a national day. Season two, we did a word of the week. So for season three, we're each going to bring you a fact of the day. Yeah, an unusual fact. An unusual fact, that's right. You'll get some tidbits, some interesting little news story type deals, and, uh, and then some sort of interesting story about... Who knows what? Whatever God what, only knows Whatever what. strikes our fancy. Yes. We All have right. covered everything from dead frozen people to a headless chicken to gummy bears to some very unusual weddings. Velveeta. Exploding whales. Exploding whales. Yep. Yep. Pooping out coffee beans. Uh, Things you can bathe in. Bodies that have hung a lot around way too long. Did vinyl records. Uh, we did a, a tea party under the sea, <gasps> Ooh, under the, yeah. under the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, add things that can, plants that can kill you. <gasps> yes. Oh, uh, we did um, a really interesting article or story about a company that you can do some cool things with your body after you're dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if a plant kills you, then you can... Uh, you can grow a reef. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can grow a nicer, kinder plant. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've done all kinds of really interesting stories. You just never know what, what we're going to bring you. Mm -hmm. We do get a lot of our stuff from listeners who yeah. send us tidbits or articles or just ideas, mm -hmm. things they've heard that they think would make an interesting episode for us to cover. So if you've got something, send it our way. Okay. All right. Unusual fact. Yes, Mary. All right. Donkey Kong. The Don video game? Yes. Okay. Got his name because the creator believed that donkey meant stupid in English. And he wanted people, he wanted to convey the impression that the character was a stupid ape. Oh, well, oh. all right. Lynn, what have you got? Um, I also went with an animal kind of fact. All I right. Sea, slug. sea slugs actually can decapitate themselves. What? And grow an entire new body. So do they just eat their own 
No, no, no. They, they, they decapitate themselves. They, they rip their head off. The head regrows a new body. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so if they decapitate themselves, now you have a head and a body, but then what happens to the second body, the original body? Does it die? Maybe they eat it. I don't know. Yeah. The body dies. Oh, wow. Body, it's the head that actually regrows an entire body. That's and researchers freaking are still kind crazy. of unsure about this and how they can do it because they actually have organs, including in a heart. So when they decapitate themselves, their heart is gone. Now, people don't try this at home because you are not a sea slug. Thank you for but that yeah, PSA. Yeah. It, it takes about three weeks for them to regenerate their entire body. But in the first week, they regenerate their vital organ. But yeah, how they how they can do it and last, they suspect it has to do with photosynthesis. That is like crazy. Plants, and that they somehow use photosynthesis. Well, that would make cryogenics unnecessary. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. Well, I also have an animal fact. All right. Because apparently yes. the three of us were all on the same page and we didn't know it. All right. It is illegal to own only one guinea pig or one parrot in Switzerland because both species are highly social, keeping them isolated denies them regular interaction and is considered animal cruelty. Wow. Can you have, have a parrot and a guinea pig that keep each other company then? I, I don't know. They are considered, the animals are actually considered to be victims of abuse. If their owners don't let them regularly interact with other members of their own species. So I guess that answers your question. Wow. That's crazy. Right. But very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> U.S. Sorry. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered more than 1,500 pounds of cocaine hidden in a place that you would probably least expect it. Now, we've talked about cocaine being found in breakfast burritos and some other places. Yes. How about baby wipes? Shipment of baby wipes. The narcotic seizure occurred at the Laredo, Colombia Solidarity International Bridge, according to the agency. The bridge, which is located on the U.S.-Mexico border, connects Laredo, Texas, over the Rio Grande, with the Mexican state of Nuevo Leon. A CBP officer stopped a tractor trailer bringing in a shipment of baby wipes for an inspection. Following the inspection, drug-sniffing dogs made the discovery of 1,935 packages of cocaine totaling 1,532 pounds with a value of $11.8 million. Wow. Baby wipes. Baby wipes. So have you heard of the Sleepy Chicken Challenge? No. Is this? Oh, my God. I think you're doing my story. <laughs> I think I was going to talk about for you and I think alike. Go ahead, Hannah. So this is a viral challenge going around on TikTok. Sleepy chicken challenge. You know, eating Tide Pods and all these other things that, you know. Yeah. You know what? I totally missed out on the Tide Pod challenge. I'm so sorry. I have a probably five-year supply of, of Tide Pods at my home. If you are ever feeling the need to be stupid, uh, let me know. I'll bring you some Tide Pods. So... There's this, it started actually in January of this year. It started going around online. And the deal is 
They suggest that you marinate a chicken in NyQuil. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm and already that, holding my head. And then um and then you then you cook your chicken. Okay. 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 Um now it's gotten so bad that the FDA is now putting out publicly putting out warnings telling people on your NyQuil do not do use this. not do this. It is um <clears throat> Not only is it a not a good idea to be ingesting that amount, but what most people don't realize is that when you start cooking it and boiling it, it actually makes it even more concentrated. Oh, so it doesn't like boil it off like alcohol. No, the the medications that are in it are actually becoming even more concentrated. It can actually kill you. It's in the herd, honey. So it's a problem that solves itself. <laughs> There you go. So, for example, there's like, and people are doing it and they're making videos and posting them. Oh my God. And the article, one of the articles says the narrator of one slightly discombobulated video noted that when pan cooking the concoction, sometimes the steam makes you really sleepy. Oh, you think? Yes. And unfortunately, how comes up with ideas like this shit? Well, the, the big problem is that. You know, TikTok is really geared towards younger, younger, the younger generation. And so they just think that these are cool things to do with no thought as to whether or not it's safe. It's called robotussery. <laughs> oh, oh, Lynn squeezes one in. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is that even if you don't eat the chicken, if you cook it, all the vapors that you've breathed in while you're cooking the chicken can actually cause really high levels of those drugs to enter your system. So are you saying we should not serve this at our next dinner party? Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not to mention, I'm not sure what they would think if we served like this bright bluish green chicken. Smurf chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just... um. Oh, it's it's a really, really bad idea. I don't understand what kind of brain comes up with these ideas and says, oh, this is awesome. We should do this. I don't get it. I don't know. However, I will say that TikTok is trying to help put an end to this. So if you go onto TikTok and you search NyQuil chicken, TikTok is now directing people to a page that talks about how to assess any social media challenge you might come across as to whether or not it would actually be safe to do. Excellent. Yeah. I'm sorry she took your little story. PSA, don't eat Smurf chicken. I have another one. Okay. And this one is because Johanna took my chicken, so I apologize to everyone. Blame Johanna on this story. Ireland, St. Vincent's University Hospital. A woman comes in. And an x-ray reveals foreign objects in her body. Doctors decide to wait a little, hoping that she will pass these. They are AA batteries. Oh, I think I saw this. <sighs> yes. So what? in the first week, she uh, produces five AA batteries. But uh, they do x-rays and find there's still a bunch more. And she's beginning to experience a lot of pain. So they do surgery. And they uh, successfully removed 46 batteries. And she passed five, remember? Yes. 
But wait, we're not done. There are four batteries they can't get. They can see them, but they are too far along in her system for them to get to safely. So they have to physically milk them out of her butt. <laughs> milk them out of her butt. I can't believe those words came out of her mouth. <laughs> yep. Did they try also, large doses of Miralax? Yeah. I, I'm guessing they tried a lot, but oh my they needed God. them to come out because, you know, batteries after a while. They have acid in them. Yeah. They have acid. And so, yeah. So, so yeah. So the total number was 55 batteries. Oh, Jesus Christ. From this woman. Yeah. What? So. What brain says this is an amazing idea. Let me swallow double A batteries. Because those aren't cheap. I no, I know. I was just thinking, even if you went to the dollar store, they're not cheap. No. But uh, no, the, there is. Um, here's the other yeah, thing. We, yeah, there's a mental illness that causes people. It's called PICA. PICA disease. I think I covered this at one point. A doctor who like had removed a bunch. Or maybe it was on the other podcast. But I've <clears> talked <throat> about a doctor who removed stuff from yeah. people. So yeah, PICA disease makes people swallow things, and it's it's often unedible, horrific things. So yeah, so yeah, so hopefully though, from the hospital, she went to a place that could help her mental issues and get better. But yeah, so wow, yeah, so yeah, they had to milk her butt. Thank you, Hannah. Wow. All right. Thank you, Hannah. On that note, I have a story for you. Let's talk about something a little, little different. Okay. Than that. So something a little different. This is going to take us down a, a road that's a little different than the tidbits. All right. All right. Darn it. That was a fun road, though. <clears throat> well, this is a fun road, too. It's just a fun road of a different type. Once in a while, I come across something that quite literally changes me, usually for the better. And. When that happens, I can't wait to tell other people about it. This is one of those things. Were you there when they uh, knocked over that uh, truck of uh, toys? No. <laughs> no, Lynn, I wasn't. That would have changed you for the better. <laughs> sure. Okay. She has no response. I don't even know what to go with there. So many choices. <laughs> no, let, let, let's just keep going down the road I'm on, Lynn. Okay? Okay. I'm nowhere, I am nowhere near the highway of trucks and Lou, of toys and Lou. <laughs> All right. There is this man that I really just, I believe the entire world needs to know about him. About him. I can't even talk. You guys have me so flustered now. <laughs> Our work here is done. We can go now, Lynn. <laughs> There's this man that I really just believe the entire world needs to know about. I think that every single person should know this man's name. His name is Gordon. Gordon Hartman. He's an ordinary man, like you, like me. Puts his pants on one leg at a time, as dad would have said. He bleeds. He cries. He laughs. Gordon has a wonderful wife. Her name is Maggie. And Gordon and Maggie have a daughter that they love more than anything in the world. Her name is Morgan. Gordon is the reason for this story, but Morgan is the inspiration. Gordon is a hardworking man with a vision. 
When he was 15 years old, while attending a local seminary, Gordon started his own landscape business. Gordon is a very hard worker. He saved the money that he made from that landscape business. And when he was 19, Gordon started his own home building company. Damn. Yeah, right? That's seriously <clears throat> impressive. Most 19-year-olds don't even really know how to balance a budget. And they're asking mom for gas money. But Gordon wasn't done yet. When he was 23, Gordon started a land development company. Then, in 1983, Gordon created Gordon Hartman Homes. Gordon's company spent the next 22 years building homes for low- to middle-income families. The company became the largest locally-owned home building and land development company in San Antonio, Texas. Gordon won several awards, and he was inducted into at least three different Texas Hall of Fames for his work both professional and philanthropic, because giving back to his community has always been very important to Gordon. Now, in 2005, Gordon sold all of his businesses in order to pursue a dream that he and Maggie had. It was a big dream. They used the money from the sale of the businesses to create the Gordon Hartman Family Foundation. And the idea of the foundation was to help people with special needs. They were inspired by Morgan, their daughter, who had been born with both physical and cognitive special needs. Morgan, who always seems to have a smile on her beautiful face. While on vacation in 2006, Gordon was saddened to see, probably not for the first time, the way that other children responded to Morgan. At the pool at their hotel, Morgan wanted to play with the other children, but they seemed to be a bit unsure of Morgan, and they clearly didn't want to interact with her. Gordon knew that Morgan wasn't the only special needs child that faces that heartbreaking difficulty in their life. Gordon and Maggie formed a plan to help change that with a lot of hard work from a lot of dedicated individuals, including but not limited to doctors, special ed teachers, therapists, special needs parents, engineers, and caregivers. Gordon's plan began to take real shape. With the help of some amazing people, and $35 million. Damn. On April 10th, 2010, in a formerly abandoned quarry in Northeast San Antonio, Morgan's Wonderland opened its gates for the first time. Morgan's Wonderland, remember that. Morgan's Wonderland is an all-inclusive amusement park for people of all ages with special needs. It is the first theme park in the world that was designed completely with all people who have special needs in mind. Morgan's Wonderland strives to bring together guests of all ages and abilities through the power of inclusive play. Their mission is to provide a fun, clean, and beautiful environment free of physical and economical barriers that all individuals can come to and enjoy, regardless of age or ability. They work to provide an extraordinary place where smile and laughter lead to wonderful memories. Morgan's Wonderland encourages everyone to gain a greater understanding of one another. The park is completely wheelchair accessible. The park is huge, 25 acres huge. The park is filled with all of the things that most of us take for granted. Play areas, rides, picnic areas, an eight acre lake, food shops, gift shops. So close your eyes and let me give you an abbreviated tour. When you walk into Morgan's Wonderland, 
one of the very first things that you might notice when you enter through the gates is a 25 foot tall statue. It is a set of hands reaching toward the sky with a butterfly taking flight off of the fingertips. The statue is called, appropriately enough, taking flight. It weighs more than 6,000 pounds and it is intended to be a reminder of the park's dedication to special needs and their hope that their guests will experience their own metamorphosis with their experience there. Moving on, you might find yourself at the butterfly playground. Shaped like a butterfly, this colorful play area is covered with squishy, soft, rubberized flooring. It is completely wheelchair accessible, like every other thing in the entire park. There are elevated activity boards, sensory play elements, four types of swings, and so much more. Many of the elements of the playground can be used in conjunction with physical therapy as well. Now let's wander over to Pirate Island. It's another play area. This one has an all access pirate ship, sails, flags. You might even find a turtle or two. While you're enjoying your time at sea, take a minute to enjoy playing an island tune on the provided equipment for all the guests to enjoy. Now Sand Circle is up next. This massive shaded sandbox is, of course, completely wheelchair accessible. There are elevated sand tables and every sand toy you could possibly imagine, all waiting for you to build the castle of your dreams. While you're there, take a minute to enjoy the music garden, too, where anybody can find the music inside their soul and play it for the world to hear. The music garden includes nine massive percussion instruments to find guests to help guests find their rhythm. Drums, xylophones, gongs, chimes, and so much more. It's a wonderful place to learn about pitch, patterns, and what your ear enjoys. Now, see the quaint looking storefronts just ahead? That's Sensory Village, a hands-on interactive play area with five separate themed areas to enjoy. There's a newsroom, a grocery, a shadow room, an exploration studio, and an electronic studio. Green screens, interactive arts and crafts, adaptive video games, and more, all waiting for you to enjoy. Let's head back outside. We'll walk toward the lake. You see that? That's the amphitheater. You can enjoy live shows there with a fully inclusive cast of actors, both with and without special needs. I hear there's a really amusing puppet show starting soon. If live theater shows don't interest you today, that's okay. We can spend some time just enjoying the lake. You can shoot one of the huge water canyons, or if you're like me, you can't wait to go fishing. Don't worry, the rods and the bait are all set and ready for you to enjoy. The lake is stocked every year by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. You can try your hand at catching a largemouth bass, a catfish, or some perch. And I hear they really like the hot dogs that are provided as bait. And if you aren't sure what you're doing, it's okay because Captain Chris is an excellent teacher. He loves to share his fishing knowledge with anyone who needs it. And he is thrilled to see you smile when you catch your first fish. Don't worry, no fish are harmed here. It's strictly catch and release. <laughs> Would you like to take a walk? There's a one mile loop that goes all around the lake. It's humorously called the walk and roll path. There's so much more to see and do here. There are the waterworks, 
if playing with a giant water table sounds like fun to you. There are rides, a train, off-road adventure cars. Don't worry, there's a track. And anyone can drive those off-road vehicles. They're completely wheelchair accessible. There's a Ferris wheel, a carousel, swings, and just so much more. Anyone with special needs is admitted to the park free of charge. Admission for the rest of the guests is honestly very reasonable. Parking is free. You can bring in your own food. They really haven't missed anything that I could think of at Morgan's Wonderland. But Morgan's Wonderland is no longer all that there is to this story. In 2017, Morgan's Inspiration Island opened. It's an amazing water park with the exact same mission. They even have these revolutionary waterproof wheelchairs there. And looking at the pictures, reading the reviews, you cannot help but to feel happy. I'm grinning right now. I'm so happy for the people who can enjoy the things they never thought they'd be able to before. But wait, because there's more. Wow. In 2021, Morgan's Wonderland Camp opened. A camp for all ages, all abilities, to come and play and make amazing memories. Pool, zipline, challenges, of course a rock wall. Anyone can do it all at Morgan's Wonderland Camp. They offer a variety of options, including family weekends. Now how amazing is that? And Morgan's Wonderland Sports, well they had their grand opening in 2021 as well. A three-acre sports center that offers the sports for, for the chance for sports and fitness to anyone. Completely wheelchair accessible with programs to fit everyone's needs. Now, if a program doesn't really fit your life because not everybody likes organized sports, that's okay too. Open play is available as well. Tennis, basketball, baseball. If it's a sport and you want to play it, you can do it. They'll help you make it possible. It's very cool because one of the things that I found when I was researching is they actually have paired with people who coach like the Paralympics and like Olympic athletes. So there is honestly like anybody, you and I can go there. The girl next door who has cerebral palsy and has spent her life in a wheelchair can go there. Everyone's welcome. And then this one, this one I am blown away by. This summer, in 2022, the Multi-Assistant Center opened. Now, this is honestly game-changing. I cannot imagine how many people's lives this will change, and they will be changed forever. Collaborative care and centralized services for people with special needs. Health services, social services, support, knowledge. The people who seek assistance at the MAC, as it is called, will not be left behind. They will know that they are not alone. They will know that there is a way. Medical and non-medical needs will be met. Challenges will be faced. The MAC is a community-wide collaboration. This is so important, and I am just completely blown away by it. The rest of the world can learn so much from this one mission. The Gordon Hartman Family Foundation has a resource directory as well, and they are committed to helping find workable solutions for every person who has special needs. Now, there's another nonprofit that I want to mention before I wrap up my story. It's called Project Angel Fairs. 
It serves to provide families of those with special needs the chance to visit Morgan's Wonderland when financially it might not otherwise be possible. The families are given a four-day, three-night, all-expenses-paid trip to the park through the efforts of this amazing organization. There are several ways that you can support the Gordon Hartman Family Foundation and all for the good that they are doing to make this world a better place for those who have challenges that the rest of us don't. You can visit the parks, the camp, the sports center. You can volunteer. Now, they're open to anyone. So you don't have to go with someone with special, with special needs. You can go and pay and enjoy and learn and meet these people. You can spread the word about the park because word of mouth is a very powerful thing. You can volunteer if you live in the area. And if you can't do any of these things, you can donate. They are a nonprofit and they are changing lives. So donations and fundraising helps keep them going. It makes everything that they are doing possible. And you can make a difference too. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. That's really, really awesome. I am thinking that if we are ever in the San Antonio, Texas area that we need to stop. Yeah. We need to visit. We need to advocate for them. That's, yeah. Yeah. I just was like, oh my gosh, I, I feel like a dork from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm all smart assy till she gets going. And then I'm like, hmm, I got nothing to say now. Um, now you know how we felt when you did the story, The Birth of a Butterfly. Yeah. And we yeah. were all smart assy in the beginning. <laughs> yep. You know, Seriously, if you look up pictures of this family, they just, they look like just the most ordinary, everyday people. And so to know that they are changing the lives of literally tens of thousands of people. But isn't that, this is my opinion, those are the kind of people that make the world a better place. Yes. The ones that aren't in it for for the publicity and they're not in it to make themselves look better, but they're genuinely in it to make the world a better place to live in. Yeah. That's to me what we should be striving for. And the fact that they weren't content to just make it a better place for their daughter, that they recognize that their daughter isn't the only one that faces these challenges. Right. And they wanted to make it a better place for everybody. Wow. And to open it up and make it open to anyone, not just special needs, I think really, really helps the, the society and the population to get to know and understand those who have special needs. Yeah. I think if we're in the Texas yeah. area, we need to make it a point to stop, meet them. Yeah. I yeah. will, uh, I will put some links at the bottom of this podcast in the, in the description. Of course. And of course, we will post, you know, links everywhere that you can find us on social media. But yeah, yeah, that was, um, that's going to be a hard story to follow next week, honey. <laughs> you know, you never know what you're going to hear on this podcast. You never do. But sometimes I just find these people and the world needs to know. Yeah. Lynn yep. tends to find things that kill us. <laughs> <laughs> I did the, the the Wonderland place with the wonderful uh, merry-go-round. And the dead dude? 
Yeah, the dead guy, the guy. frozen dead guy festival days. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know, but we're celebrating a life, really. It's about celebrating a life. Okay. Sure. Liz. And I choose to focus on the merry-go-round of happiness. So. Well, you know, Mary brings us things like uh, the guy who paints on gum. Yeah, and the guy who operated a sex doll motel. Um, well, and then, and then, you know, let's not forget, uh, you know, our weekend at Bernie's dude. Yeah. You just never know. You, you never, never know. know what you're going to hear <clears throat> here, but I felt like that was a really, really good story to open season three with. I agree. I Heart agree. Heartwarming. All right. Uh, any final thoughts before we sign off for the week, ladies? Well, you know what we always like to say, stay mischievous. We love you. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye. We here at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know really appreciate the time you spent with us today. Hopefully you learned something unusual today. You can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know or at tmsidntk at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at tmsidntk, which are the initials for the title. Suggestions, ideas, comments, corrections, send them our way. We take them all. If you enjoyed your short stop with us, please feel free to follow the podcast, leave us a rating and review. That lets us know how we're doing and helps others to find us. This podcast is hosted by a couple of sisters who research, write, and edit their own stories. All other editing and production is done by Mary Swartz, and the original artwork was created by Hannah Green. If you're in a wheelchair and you go to a park, you look at a lot of rides and you just look at them. You don't ever think about getting on them. Having a child with special needs. I think one of the biggest issues for Leah was just the crowds, because the noise and the lights. And so I said, why don't we build a place that is ultra accessible, fully inclusive. We did not want to build a special needs park. We wanted to build a park that was for everyone to enjoy. It's a park of inclusion. Hi guys, y'all having fun? Yeah. All right, very good. Fantastic, fantastic. I sold my insurance company back in 2005. Come on, high five. All right, there you go. I was 41 years old. I'm thinking, what am I gonna do for the second half of my life? How are you doing today? I'm doing good, how are you? Fantastic, it's so good to see you here. I decided to get involved in assisting those with special needs because I had been blessed with a child who had special needs. What is so inspirational about Morgan is that every time anyone meets her. She has a smile on her face. She really, in some way, amplifies the beauty of life. So where could we go where we could take Morgan? She would just enjoy it and everybody would be accepting of who she is and how she's gonna do things. So I thought to myself, because of financial gain that I may have had, uh, what could I do in creating new things that could help those with special needs? And that's how Morgan's Warland started. When we found out that Leah was going to have Downs was probably one of the hardest things that 
I'd ever heard. It says Chef Leah, that's my name, that's my name. Anybody that has a child, they want the best for their kids. And they're gonna graduate from high school and get married, they're gonna have their own children. And finding out that Leah's probably not gonna do a lot of that, that's something that was hard. How are you going to try? So I'm making popcorn. Elementary school was one of the hardest times for Leah. She wanted to play with friends, but it was difficult. That's devastating. When you realize that your child knows they're different. <laughs> the peanut smoothie. <laughs> and then when we went and saw what Morgan's Wonderland had to offer, we were amazed. Everything is accessible. If there is anything at the park, anybody can do it. And I think that was the biggest revelation going into Morgan's Wonderland, was that it was just a place that our whole family could be comfortable. What's it gonna look like? Do y'all have any questions on how it's Are these gates gonna be electronic? That's in theory, yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll work. And will there be a roundabout? We had to go to manufacturers and say, we need you to make these few changes. And they would look at us like, well, why? I mean, no one's ever asked us to do that. Why no? We're trying to do something different. This carousel is like no other carousel, to where somebody can come to the wheelchair, this flap moves over, this opens up, the person then goes into that area, and the family can all ride the ride together. What's even more important is this also goes up and down like the rest of the animals do, so it's not static. So they're enjoying the same sensation, the same feeling, as if they were riding a ride and they weren't in a wheelchair at all. But we had to do a lot of things throughout the park in many different details to cover small issues. Example, we don't have any fluorescent lighting. We don't allow latex in here. We don't have blinking lights on our Ferris wheel. We don't have loud music. And so we try to think of all those different things. We had the opportunity to work with the University of Pittsburgh to come up with a pneumatic chair so that anyone who came to Morgan's Inspiration Island would be able to work with a chair that was propelled by air versus batteries, which allowed it to get fully wet and enjoy the park 100%. This is a area of the water park where actually the water is, is warm. It allows everybody, again, an opportunity to be able to enjoy what we have here. I think the most important thing about Morgan's Wonderland is to emphasize that it's not a special needs park. It's a park of inclusion. So we never charge for someone who has a special needs to come to Morgan's Wonderland. How are you doing? Good. Good to see you. Yeah, all's good, guys? She started off as a volunteer. I think because she was so serious about it, so they slowly started to work her into it. And so that was neat to watch that develop and see that there's a job opportunity that the park is providing. A third of our employment is those with special needs. And they're some of the best employees we have. We talk about employment and the need to employ those who have special needs, and Leah is an excellent example. Just building that confidence is something that, you know, she'll be able to carry with her for years to come. Morgan's Wonderland opened nine years ago, and I often tell people we're just getting started. To see Leah and her friends at Morgan's Wonderland, it's their park. When they walk in, they're just so comfortable. They're accepted. Nobody's staring at you. And they feel that. 
that's really changed how their future will be because they don't see differences in people. They just see a heart. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, give us a like. And don't forget to subscribe to Freethink for more great videos every week.